Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Kaiju Kingdom Podcast. I am your host, Chris Eaton, and joining me today is... Ariane Nojosa. Sup, guys? Yes. I, uh, I, so, love, uh, I love, love, love crossover episodes. And oh, yes. <laughs> this is like when... Uh, this is like when uh, the Flash shows up on Green Arrow. Yep. Did you ever watch uh, BoJack Horseman? Uh, no, but I know a lot about it. Yeah. So Mr. Peanut Butter, every time he sees BoJack, he's like, "What is this? A crossover episode?" Um, very depressing show, but very great. Uh, I do recommend it, but not not if you're in a good mood though. So as yes, yeah, so Arian is. Joining me today on the Kaiju Kingdom podcast, and if you don't know the soothing voice of this man, he is my proud co-host of Common Kaisers, so hopefully you guys have been listening to that show. But uh, I wanted him on today partially because, well, Jessica is in Japan as we speak, and I will soon be joining her um, as of this recording, two days from now. So, But it's been a minute since we've recorded anything new if you've been listening to the feed i've been posting all of the panels and stuff we did over the summer so it's been helpful with our hectic schedule with all this and uh but there's a lot of stuff that, that that's been going on and i wanted to talk about it and i said all right let's get down here you know all this stuff too so and and to get those of you who might not be listening to the common get you over there and start listening to it because uh it's a fun time so let's talk some shop, Arya. Yeah. There's been, it's so last I think last time Jessica and I sat down to do a news episode, it was post Comic Con. So that was already like three months ago. And a lot has happened. Uh so much that we're not going all the way deep. We're just gonna cover some of the newer stuff in the last eh, well, this month of October alone has been pretty busy. Uh why? Because we are but five days away from an unofficial holiday in our community. What day is that, Ariane? That's going to be Godzilla Day. Yes. Oh, yes. Leave leave a, uh, leave a nice bag of oranges out for Godzilla so when he visits you at night. Um, yes. So on this, you know, hallowed eve of Godzilla Day, uh, we're, <clears throat> we got a... We got some trailers. We got some stuff because news has just been coming out and out. And uh, we are five days away from the release of the first Japanese Godzilla film. Live action. Let me clarify that. In Japan in seven years? Has it been seven years since Shin? 2016, 1780. Yeah, it's been that long. But I welcome that. You know what? I welcome the break. Because sometimes too much of something is is a bad thing. And I think you and I grew up in the era of getting a new Godzilla movie every December. And kind of realizing, yeah, maybe take your time. If Shin Godzilla has showed us anything, more production time goes a long way. (laughs) So Minus One will be out. Jessica and I will be watching it in Japan. So um, we are recording our 10th anniversary podcast out there. Um, so if you're hearing this, you can tune in that one because we will be giving a spoiler-free review, partially because I don't speak Japanese. So I'm kind of 
going to be getting the gist. Thankfully, the group we're going with, there are people there who can translate and give me the subtle, here's what happened. So we're going to save the full review for after it gets released here at the uh, beginning of next month. So that way we can properly discuss the film. I think, Arian, right, we're going to have to get you on for that one too. I think oh, this, yeah. I think this, this delegates a bigger, like a, a big show because uh, I've got a feeling this is, this movie's going to be something special, especially by the last TV spot that they released. Did you see this? Yes, I did. Man. So it's the, the only thing, God bless these people because they have not given away much in these, the three official trailers, if you want to call them, I, you know, they're each like a minute and a half long and they all look like, uh, yeah, if you know, I mean, if you know your movies and you watch it, when you watch a trailer, you can kind of tell uh, like, oh, they might've given away too much. This though, no, no, they're they're just they're giving you a sprinkling. And this last one, it was all action though. But oh, does it look fantastic? Arion, right, your thoughts? Are you hyped for minus one? Uh, yeah, yes, very much. A uh, couple things on this last trailer teaser uh, that just showed. There were a couple versions of it where uh, there's. A couple extended shots of like a leg coming down, mm-hmm. bodies flying all over the place. And that was different from the TV spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple. There's a, the shot of him in the water. Uh, there's oh a yeah. Lot, there's a lot going on there where you're just you can't. It all looks like it's the same rampage. Yeah. And then there's a little bit of night shots, so you're like, okay, so there's how many appearances of Godzilla? Um, the the earlier views that we've seen of the movie uh, have, have indicated that it's gone it's gone the opposite way of Shin Godzilla, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. I'm very. I feel like it might be a back to basics because I mean, say what you will, Shin Godzilla was a radical departure from your standard Godzilla fare. Like, yes, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's it's the basic elements are there, but it is. I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I mean, when Hideki Anno was brought on, I'm like, ooh, he's going to make something interesting, and he did. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really like Shin Godzilla, but a movie about government bureaucracy was the last thing I was expecting with a Godzilla movie. But, uh, damn, if he didn't make it work. So, uh, this one... Do you have have predictions? Do I have predictions? Honestly, I mean, look, we've all we've all read the rumors. We've all read the possible scenarios that are going on. And, uh, you know, before Shin Godzilla came out, there was similar rumors from certain circles that went around that a few of them turned out to be true, like the evolution. Um, I'm not sure. You know, I'm kind of, you know, knowing that I was going in, to Japan, like, you know, and by the way, kind of a last minute, we, we put this all together about a, the beginning of the month. So I have been pretty good about avoiding anything because this will be the first time seen. It's not the first Godzilla premiere I've been to because I was at Final Wars, but this is the first time watching 
Godzilla movie opening day in Japan. So I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm trying to make the experience as um unmolested as possible. So I usually I'm not I'm not that big of a stickler on spoilers. I mean, back in my nascent days, I kind of searched them out, but as I get older, I'm kind of like, yeah, I, I want to be a little surprised. But it doesn't bump me too much if I find out something because I'm like, I'm gonna watch it anyway. So. If it's good, it's good. If it, if it um, if it's bad, then the spoilers kind of brace me for it. But um, I'll say this: that uh, how do I put this? I don't like putting up expectations anymore because. Um, when you hear things, you start expecting said things, and then once those things don't happen because it turns out they were all BS, um, it does disappoint you a little bit. Um, I, I kind of came, you know, that was my, I, I kind of had that come to Jesus moment with the first Avengers. Um, <laughs> you know, this was back when I was really like, uh, uh, you know, back in the old Romecast days. And you know, there was all kinds of different possibilities and stuff that, you know, were leaking out at the time. Um, and to be fair, I think some of them turned out to be legit because they were like early drafts and early visual keys that didn't end up in the final film that like people leaked out. So, but then again, I walked away loving Avengers. I still, I still, that's my favorite Avengers. That first one is still the, the best to me. I mean, Infinity War is probably the follow-up and then I'll go... Age of Ultron and uh, Endgame. But that first one, that's still something special. I watched that movie. God, I think I lost count. I think I got at least about five, six viewings in. So with this, I'm, I'm, I don't know. What, I'm, I honestly do not know what to expect other than the fact that what the trailers have shown is that Toho's really kind of let, let the reins off, uh, if you will, on a lot of their old practices. Cause you see Godzilla straight up like murdering people, like he's stepping on people. And again, it's you know it's Yamakaze. The man knows his effects, and good lord, the the standard of this movie is it, it's on par with Hollywood. I'll say at this point, it, I I think this is gonna be the first Japanese Godzilla movie that's gonna be on par with a Hollywood movie with with a Hollywood production. Not like a two two hundred you know million one, but like a good standard Hollywood production. Um, I mean, you're looking at it, it's all digital. I mean, everything, you know, the city, they had to rebuild 1947 Tokyo. So there's, uh, I mean, there's a lot going on there. And uh, the fact that it's in that time period is still uh, wild to me because, I mean, you think about it, they kind of made that first, it, it does feel like it's in, in a way, kind of being a remake but i still don't know i mean the time period throws everything off i just know that they're kind of teasing the possibility of general macarthur taking on godzilla and um if that happens in the movie i'm gonna i'm I, i'm gonna lose my mind i don't know why but i love when like you know you kind of bend history a little bit and have some fun with fun with it so we'll see we will see but I'm digging everything that's going on. I'm digging the look. I love the look of this Godzilla. Um, I'm a big fan of that ride design. 
and I'm I'm really I'm really kind of like, ooh, I can't wait for that X plus. That's going to be one I'm going to get because he's going to go right next to the ride figure. Hopefully, even if it's a good sculpt, we'll see. Um, but the fact that yeah, they're not giving him much except there's one little shot. And I think you know the shot I'm talking about in that TV spot. The tail. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, extending. Yeah. Yes, kind of like the kind of like Gamera's uh, elbow spikes in the first movie. I saw that. I'm like, aha. Oh, that's interesting. What's going on here? So, could be teasing something. Could be, you know, could it possibly be we might get like a second form? Could it possibly be any? It could be a myriad of things. But, um. I'll know Friday. And, uh, yes, I already told Arian uh, I'm going to give him the full rundown. But uh, for those of you listening, when you hear our next episode, do not worry about spoilers. We will not be spoiling anything because, as I said, it, it would be uncouth of us to do that, considering that neither Jessica and I speak the native tongue. So, um, in fact, I think she might be watching it twice because uh, she will be at the Tokyo International Film Festival for its public premiere uh, on the 1st. So that's kind of the reason why she's there already. And I will be joining her uh, shortly. So we'll be on the ground for Godzilla Day. So everything that's that's going on, we'll just pay attention to the, to the socials because I'm going to be uploading like a madman. Um, speaking of madman, Monarch's coming out. Like, the week after I get back. Arian, we, we live are. in an age... We live in an age that there's a freaking Godzilla TV show. And it's not some kitty cartoon. It is a legit Godzilla TV show. We are eating Did you? good. We are eating Oh, my God. Oh. It's Thanksgiving already. I I am up to my neck in food. It is, we're and you know who's in it? You know who's on the show? Oh, that's about that's the other thing. That's that that you know, That's the main reason I am hyped to hell. Oh, even more the idea of Kurt Russell and Godzilla sharing the screen. What? That's something I dreamt of as a child. Do you have what? any idea? I did not have that on the bingo card. I did not. Nope. Nope. And that just jacks up. I mean, the second I there's I know there's gonna there's gonna be a scene where Kurt Russell's in the same frame with Godzilla, and that moment I am going to print out and post up like a mural on my wall because anyway, you and I are the same generation. We grew up on the man that is Kurt Russell. Yes, we did. He is the man. Yeah, this is. Well, how do I? Okay, so let's hold on before we get before we get too crazy. We get to, into uh, ideas and all this. So let's talk about Monarch. Though what we have so far, uh, yes. Monarch with Legacy of Monsters. What's the, what's the yes. name of the show? That is correct. Okay. Uh, now yes, it's Monarch. It's not it, Godzilla. Is in it? I mm -hmm. do not expect Godzilla to be in every episode. Neither do I. But he, but he will be a presence on the show. Yes. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of familiar roars, mm -hmm. but not a lot of familiar faces. 
Yes. And it's a prequel of sorts, too. It, yes. So, uh, you get a little bit of, uh, what's his name? Rando? Yeah, John Goodman. The fact yeah. that they brought him back, I mean, I, I, I had heard rumors that I mean, considering, you know, if they were doing like an origin, a monarch, I'm like, okay, his character has to be in there. So I assumed they were going to get a younger actor. But the fact that they, they're going back to Skull Island right before, like, he gets eaten by a skull crawler. Like, and they got John Goodman to come back in. I'm like, oh, this is even, this is better than I was expecting it to be. Um, but now it, but then they need to introduce the Kurt Russell of it all. And the fact that I think um, uh, the basic story is that he was one of the founders of Monarch. And uh, apparently Monarch is not as on the up and up, at least at this point, uh, in the t- MonsterVerse timeline as the, the public is aware. So um, I like the the concept of, um, you know, they're still kind of like, they're like S.H.I.E.L.D. at that point. They're still like the hidden organization. Um and that the uh, the Battle of San Francisco between Godzilla and the Mutos really just alerts the world to like, okay, there's these big monsters from a primordial time that are still living amongst us, and they are waking up, and uh, we have to contend with them. Do you but, have any predictions for the show? Because I do. Uh, my pre- Okay, let's hear them. I want to hear them. I predict we will get either a Brie Larson or Tom Hiddleston cameo or a uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I won't put that past either considering the timeline. I, I, if they got John Goodman to come back, I I don't think it's too hard. Maybe Brie might be a little hard, but Tom, I'm pretty sure they could probably get him to come back. Um, Aaron probably easily. It was like, yeah, you know, that could be the redeeming arc of his character too. Because I know everyone hates him in that first Godzilla, which, by the way, I've 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 kind of grown to enjoy hate more him? and more. People hate him. People gave him such crap for that. I'm mean, like, look, I get it. Again, this is the well, I was talking about a few minutes ago with the bait and you know, you have your expectations. But to be fair, the trailers gave you an expectation of Brian Cranston being in that movie a lot more than he was going to be, and so I get why people are mad about it. But the idea is there that movie's establishing this whole universe and going back and I rewatched it like maybe like six months ago and I'm like you know what this is in in now that we're like um it's gonna be ten years old next year Oof. which is nuts Oof. yeah yeah check that pulse check that pulse Oof. you realize Pacific Rim was ten years ago this year right Oof. yeah yeah <laughs> so. Um, I remember walking out of that movie. I'm like, oh, you know what? That that was a lot better than the Emmerich movie. Yeah. But was it the Godzilla movie I would have done? No, but not realizing they were trying to set up this whole universe. We didn't really get that until I think a couple of months later at Comic-Con when Legendary's like, we're doing a Kong and then we're going to do a Godzilla sequel. And they're like, okay, so you're building this whole expanded universe kind of thing. And in hindsight, looking back at that first movie, it, I think it does its job well. And, but the, problem, the the thing is now, when you watch that compared to Kong, King of the Monsters, and Godzilla and Kong, it's like, oh, the, 
tonal shift is is big. Like we went from kind of trying to be serious to full blown seventies show of movies where it's like the tones the tones grounded, but it's fun. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like The Mummy, where I think people have been comparing like the new movies to like, The Mummy. I'm like, Mummy's got a little more slapstick than than these new movies do, but the, the new movie, the later movies realize, hey, I don't think anybody really wants to come and watch the Dark Knight of Godzilla movies, even though some har- some of us fans might want that. They're like, we're selling toys to kids, and we're just making entertainment, so let's just be entertaining. Like... They're pulpy. That's what they, they're perfectly pulpy. Yeah. And that's that's perfect. Where the first one is not. And everything that I was uh, reading up on out of this, um, they had a screening at New York Comic Con. Uh, it the tone of this new show is the tone of that first movie. So they're they're taking it serious. Uh that's yeah, I look, I'm gonna I know the listeners won't be too happy to hear this, but I am not a fan of uh, King of the Monsters, uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Although I am a fan of Kong vs. Godzilla, or Godzilla vs. Kong, just because of how much of a ride that movie is. Oh, and it's that's like, beautiful. It is. Yeah, that's. At the time that movie came out, that's exactly what I, I feel people needed. They needed that fun ride. Oh yeah, is, is you know it's it's got one foot in you know in in 2014 and then another foot where it's trying to go more Showa era and it's some you know the whole PowerPoint presentation I'm not a huge fan of, but mm. uh, I I do I do like that they're sticking more toward the 2014 um, Gareth Edwards version, and then when you have when you have actors like Wyatt Russell and Kurt Russell and John Goodman showing up. It, Kong takes that first step into the Showa era mm-hmm. style, and I hope that's where they stay. I hope yeah. the tone is more towards Skull Island than it is Godzilla 2014. It, I, I'm assuming they're going to have to, they're going to have to bring the tone up kind of like, you know how the prequel movies were trying to build. They're realizing the prequel Star Wars movies, by the way, I'm talking about. Yes. When we, you watch we Phantom, Phantom, when you watch Phantom Menace and you look at it, and you're like, this doesn't look like any of the Star Wars I've ever seen because everything's shiny and fresh and new, and Star Wars is kind of you know worn in. As they got to Revenge of the Sith, everything started looking more 70s toned down. They're realizing, oh, we have to make this look. We have, it has to connect to the movies we made 25 years before this uh, somehow. So. Um, uh, I'm assuming they're going to maybe find a happy balance with that. I mean, Matt Fraction is one of the showrunners uh, on this on this particular TV show, and I'm a big fan of his work. So um, I have hope. I mean, look, people were raving about it. Like that first episode at 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 um, New York Comic Con, like they were walking there, like, no, this is like good TV. This is this. If they can keep this up, like the 10 episodes that they're doing, it should be a hell of a ride. So, And it does look like we're getting a lot more monsters um, in it as well. Like there's there's all kinds of little – there's little any, teases. Yeah. Any predictions on monsters? 
I I got a feeling they're introducing a gaggle of new ones. Um, the fact that some of the characters in the show are from the tie-in comics makes me wonder if they're trying to canonize those properly, or maybe they're kind of pulling, again, going back to the aforementioned Star Wars, they're pulling from not particularly um, canon-canon, but like loose canon, and, you know, adapting it for the screen. So it makes you wonder if, like, well, maybe we'll see Muto Prime. Maybe we might see um, some of the other kind of wacky titans they made. There's that uh, the Taimu, I think is his name. Tiamu. Tiamu, yeah, the the Groot-looking monster. Yeah, is that his? I thought it was Kavitas. No, that's the bat. Yeah, I think the bat we see in the trailer. I think that's I what think that thing is. Yeah, and uh, they actually might do it. Sounds like if they're doing the um, the if they're going to show us because again they tease the bomb, so they tease that opening scene in the credits. So they might actually do. I think it's Shinomura. Uh, the weird, yeah, the the weird kind of like colony monster Godzilla fights in that in that comic. So there's that. I kind of want like a whole episode dedicated to Behemoth, though. Let's go, everybody. Yeah, everybody wants Behemoth, dude. More than anything, I'm like legendary. Okay, if you're gonna do another Got Kong movie, I need a buddy movie with Kong and Behemoth because those two feel like like give me like a good tag team movie like in the '70s, Kong and Behemoth fighting some wacky you know Hollow Earth like duo. Like I, I boys got star potential and. Um, that seems to be the one monster out of all the the new legendary beasts that everyone kind of uh, geared towards. I think uh, Michael Dotry actually created that one himself. Uh, I think he was he's the designer of that that particular guy. I love love the idea of like a mammoth sloth. Like there's not that's the problem when you're doing suits. Um, you got to be creative and uh, uh, hair adds a lot. And so doing a fur suit. Is a tad harder. Is a tad harder and doesn't really look as realistic. But I do like the some of the some of the monster designs. They're kind of pulling from like megafauna, and I'm kind of down with that because that that's like a whole that period of like ancient. You know, they're not really ancient in in the timeline of everything, but you know, post dinosaurs, pre-human kind of thing. Like, that feels like a, a good area to really pull from. Like, I, I kind of want more, like, megafauna, like kaiju. Like, give me, like, a big saber-toothed cat-looking thing or some sort of, like, uh, glyptodon-looking looking beast. That's I think that's why the mammoth-giant-sloth hybrid thing works so much for everybody. Like, he's just a cool damn design. Like, I'm looking at my YMSF figure right here, and I'm uh, just like, I, I need more. I need more of this. The question is, do they put Kong in there? I'm going to... Probably not. Think they might be saving it? I think they'll save Kong for the uh, for the new one. I, I believe the new movie is going to be very Kong-focused. Um, That's what I've been hearing, too. Uh, it's yeah. a, essentially a Kong movie with Godzilla in it. But, you know, I don't mind. I, I really do love this, the legendary version of Kong. Like, after years and years of kind of everyone rehashing King Kong, like just doing that same story over and over again. Uh, legendary going like, yeah, there's, there's no, and there's no, 
Empire State Building, like we're getting back to like the pulpy nature of Kong. And everything they've been doing with I kind of love. I love the character they built with him. And just like really establishing him as his own, like truly his own, standing out on his own. And I think they're doing the thing that I've always wanted. I think they're building a rogues gallery for him. Ooh, nice. I, yes. That's the thing I always felt with, with Kong. I'm like, he doesn't have a rogues gallery other than like beating up like an Allosaur or like some Stegosaurus or something like that. Like I want him fighting. Like I want him to have like a roster of monsters like Godzilla, like his own, his own thing. I think that, it feels like that's what the new Empire is setting up. Like, no, no, these are these are Kong's bad, you know, Kong's villains because, you know, at any point Toho could be like, yeah, we're done with this deal. The legendary still has Kong, so they're like, we can keep going with Kong, you know, till the sun blows up. So, I think they're they're hedging their bets, if you will. And I don't mind that. I could sit through 20 more Kong movies if Legendaries produce them with this Kong. Like, I, I love what they're going with. I love the – like, I'm a, I, I'm not going to lie. I really like the MonsterVerse lore that they're building. Is it – It's. it has – I mean, to be fair, they're kind of building as they go. But they're at least somewhat consistent with it. And the Kong lore that they're building, especially with, like, um, the fact that, you know, he came from, like, a tribe – you know, he's technically a young buck in the greater scheme of things. Like, when I watch Godzilla Kong, just, you know, when they, you know, because the first movie they established, Godzilla's older, old as hell. Like, he's an old man. Like, he's, he's, uh, he's like Clint Eastwood in, uh, Gran Torino old. Like, he's just angry, mad, and, uh, he's just, Everything hurt, his joints hurt, and he's just sick and tired of having to get up to to you know take care of business. Where Kong Kong's Kong's like in his like early twenties now, so he's kind of you know he's a little cocky, you know he's a little surefire, and uh, it's it really when you really place that dynamic in the um, the grand scheme of things with their their fights in uh, Godzilla versus Kong, like that's that's the thing I think that movie did the best was was. Adding those little touches of like, well, why are Godzilla and Kong fighting? Well, Kong doesn't really want to fight Godzilla, but Godzilla has the biggest hard on for taking on Kong because of the kind of the lore they've been establishing that his species got screwed over by Kong species. But Kong wasn't around for that. Like he's a he's a he's a little boy. He wasn't there for all that where Godzilla was. And that's the thing I'm hoping with this new movie, they kind of show us a little bit of that, like you know, whatever that war was. And, uh, you know, I just get this idea in my head of like, you know, a young Godzilla watching as like his family gets murdered and, you know, yeah. And turned, you know, into weapons by these giant apes that are just mauling them. And it just creates this, this blood, you know, field rage. Um, so where Kong's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did, but like just those little, like when Godzilla like blasts Kong, like it knocks him out and gives him that little smile. It's like, yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is, I, I don't know why I love asshole Godzilla. I don't know why, but it's, it was such a great character trait in that movie. So, uh, I don't think we're going to get that in Monarch because I don't think it's justified there, but I hope we get a little more of that in, in the next movie, but but yeah, no, I'm. I can't. I cannot wait for Monarch. Uh, dude, the fact that Kurt Russell, 
Kurt Russell and Godzilla in the same thing. Oh, the nine-year-old in me is screaming. Jack Burton and Godzilla in the same movie. Like, I have drawn pictures of, of that stuff in the fourth grade. Yeah, that's... I'm not going to lie. Into, we're getting into fan fiction. Oh, oh yes. God. I mean, I think at this point, the only thing that I kind of need left in a Godzilla movie, I need Nick Cage in a Godzilla movie. Oh, right? Yeah, I 100% yes. agree. Yes. I, you know, I think he would do it in a heartbeat. I Yeah, I think he would too. But I think Nick Cage would want to... I can see Nick Cage lobbying to be the, the, the motion capture art for Godzilla. I can see him motioning to do that, but I want him to play a heavy in, in one of these in one of these Godzilla movies. Oh, I'd be one like a yeah. like an exhale like an alien maybe. Oh my god. I didn't even put that together. That okay. you can inter- oh if you introduce the, the Exians and Nick is the controller. Oh That's it. Uh, I gotta change my pants. That's it, man. <laughs> yep, that's how you do it. Can you imagine him just chewing the scenery as like you know, an Exian and uh, you know, you know it's trying coming. to start a war. You know the, the heel turns coming, and you're like, oh god. Oh yeah. Just him, just just caging it up. Oh, he. I I will. I've said before, and I'll say it again. He is this generation's greatest living actor, and no one else can convince me otherwise. You know why? Because even though he makes he has he has made bad movies, he's never bad in them. Everything that he makes is remarkably watchable. Like there's there's no if that like you can watch his like you can watch Bangkok Dangerous and you can <laughs> sit there and go, This isn't a good movie, but I can't turn away because he's just that wig and the dialogue that he's, you know, crapping out of his mouth right now is just it's it's too it, he's making it work. He's, have you seen the trailer for that movie he's got coming out where it's like a dream scenario? Yes, it's like a it's like if Charlie Kaufman made Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I, I I'm thinking about uh, movies like Nicolas Cage movies that come to mind where they're not great movies but he's amazing in them. Uh, Drive Angry I think is an amazing. I love Drive Angry and to the point because that came out the year before Ghost Rider Two. And I was hyped for Ghost Rider 2 because of who was doing Ghost Rider 2, uh, Neville Dean and Taylor, because I love those crank movies. And, again, Ghost Rider 2, not a good movie, but insanely watchable. But when I walked out, I'm like, I kind of wish it was more like Drive Angry, because Drive Angry was the perfect Ghost Rider movie, but at no point did his skull burst into flames. Drive Angry was not the movie... That was advertised to me, and it's better for it. <laughs> oh, you know, by the way, you know who steals the show in that movie? Who's that? William Fickner. That's right. That's right. Him as the, um, the, the, like, the agent of hell trying to bring Nick Cage back. And he is just chewing the scenery in every, in every frame that he's in. Oh, God. Now I kind of want to, you know, I'm going to have to, I got a 12 hour flight. I'm going to download Drive Angry so I can enjoy it once again on the, uh, oh, yeah. on the plane ride. So, um, but yeah, that, that's, we're close. We're close to reaching the perfection of Godzilla. Like, who would be a good, uh, alien from the black hole, uh, third planet black hole alien? Oh, Ron Perlman. Oh, God. how'd I miss that? 
Can you imagine just all you don't even have oh. to like he doesn't even need makeup. You just put the little green patch on his eye and he's chewing on a cigar the whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> no doubt. Ron Perlman, 100%. You just you just like Ron go in there and just act, act just be you. That's all you have to be. Just be you. Just chew on you don't even have to be smoking the cigar, just chew on it like and just be like a yeah, just be the badass that you are. Oh my god, I love it. I love I love this American uh I love it. This American production of Godzilla where uh I got one more for you. What's that? The future ends. From uh King Ghidorah? Yes. Okay, so hear me out. Yeah. It's it's what are the guys' names? It's uh, the two dudes. It's the two dudes. There's M11 and then was it um Emiko? No. Emiko, yeah. Is it, okay. So the two dudes, mm-hmm. we've got uh, David Hyde Pierce. Ooh, Frazier. that's a good one. And yeah. Frazier. Oh! <laughs> Don't toy with my damn emotions. That You just casted that perfectly. I could see the two of them, especially in, like, in the outfits, too, because knowing how 90s those guys were dressed like Niles and Frazier showing up like at, they're like we're from the future like just kind of being a little regal and they're like yeah we got this mutated three-headed dragon we're going to use to conquer the the past by the way oh you get that's uh you hit it on the head for hit, I think for M11 yeah. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a choice between Sam Worthington uh-huh and uh who's the who's the guy from Terminator that's Sam Worthington. No, no, no. No, it's not. That's not Sam Worthington. Sam, Sam Worthington. The guy from uh, Terminator Genesis. He was uh, he was Boomerang in Suicide Squad. Oh, oh, oh. Again, I thought you were talking about uh, Terminator. Um, what was the the crap Salvation. one with the Salvation? God, I hate that movie. Um, Terminator. No. No, what was his name? What was his name? Hold on a second. This is a great pod. People are listening to me try to pull up. Good radio. Damn good radio. It is. Uh, oh, Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney or Sam Worthington? Cause they, cause uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go with Sam Worthington. Because you know what? I think he carries himself a little bit better. Like He has a little more... Um, it's not much, but he has some charisma, but just enough to like be a soulless, you know, robot like that. Like just just enough to make it interesting. For for Emiko, it's tough. It's tough because I don't want to I don't want to gender or I don't want to uh, race swap or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, if I would, if I'd go a little bit older and go Sandra O, oh, but realistically, probably someone like Aquafina. And I don't. Yeah. But I, I like Sandra O oh in no, that. No, 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 no. You know who you get? Who's that? You get you get the mom from Fresh Off the Boat. What's her name? The, uh, I'm looking up. Constance Wu? Constance Wu. 
Oh wow, yeah, you know why? Because she's yeah. a damn, she's a damn good actress. Did you watch that Crazy Rich Asians? Everybody did. It's a good movie. It's a fantastic movie, and she's yeah. fan, she's amazing in it. Absolutely amazing. Like she's, and the fact that uh, look, I'm not, uh, I'm not for nothing, but I believe she's what pushing forty. Uh, she is without giving out her age. She is, uh, yeah, she's over 40. Uh, doesn't look that like that's that, 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 that's a good testament to how well, uh, technology is in the future that, you know, she looks very youthful and, uh, you know, she could be serious and she can be uh, funny. So you can have that, those softer moments and those serious moments. Okay. I got one more for you. Okay. Key lock. Oh, the key locks. Mm. Give me yours, and I'll, I'll give you mine first. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God. Uh, I don't think you could do any better. Just the main key lock. Per, uh, Aubrey Plaza. Let's see, that, that's a damn good one. I would go. Let me see. Who else is out there? Um, don't be, I mean, don't do cool. Jenna Ortega. Don't do no. Don't do that. No, no, no. I wasn't gonna do Jenna Ortega. Uh, no, I'm I'm trying to think like someone who's interesting, and that's the problem. Like, <laughs> oh, I, again, not trying. I'm, look, I'm not trying to sound sexist or anything, but look. To be fair, I'll say this about a lot of male actors today too. Um, I'll, not a lot of them have the. Not a lot of modern actors in general have the um the the you know that certain je ne sais quoi that our actors of the 70s and 80s had even the 90s um hmm god who will they do as the main key lock uh damn that's a hard one uh, aubrey was a good pick trying to think who in the hell did i just see recently that it kind of felt like you know she would fill that role because i don't want to go with anything like basic either like everyone would say like oh you could do like a you know like a margot robbie she's a good actress but you know nah, i think nah. that's no 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 you need you need someone interesting hmm an interesting face just the face yes. that's all you're gonna get a very interesting face um Oh, oh, what about the, what about, uh, what's her name? The played She-Hulk. She was also oh, on Orphan Black. Not yeah. um... She was on Orphan Black as well. Great TV. Uh, Tatiana Maslany. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. good. I'll give you that. Yeah, she's a she's a damn good actress. She Hulk, not that great, but you know, you a, an actor can only work with so much. You know, not everyone can be Nicolas Cage. I got that. All right, let's. Uh, we got we got two two more little things, and then we can wrap this up. Godzilla Day. Not only is uh, minus one coming out. Not only will there be floats on the you know there's a god there's a Arian, there's a freaking Godzilla truck running around uh, Japan right I saw. now. I saw. There are toys galore. My God, have you seen the merchandise that's coming out? 
I saw the stream and I'm very impressed. I am very surprised and impressed with. Uh... But by the way, by the way, you want to talk about miracle of miracles? We just talked about Kurt Russell being in a Godzilla show. We now live in a world where there is an officially licensed bag and figure. Yeah, there is. Uh, hell has frozen over and the devil has gone ice skating. I just I hope, never never thought I'd see the day. I hope this is the beginning of uh, new era. <laughs> of His time has come. Look, if it takes that puppet show, which by the way I do love, but if it took that to really get Toho to be like, okay, we'll put him in a movie, then so be it. But I think, but you got to keep that design though. You can't really tweak with it too much. I'm looking at my little Bagan 3D printed figure by the great Dopoke, which I think he did. He did the. I think his his take on it is the best because it it got close to those um those concept art. But get get give him his due. Like it's I you're I think you're right. It's close and it's coming. So he did it. Perhaps soon. He perhaps did it. soon. Um, but also, yeah, also the fact that there's a rose, you know, that Rose Bailante Bandai is finally coming out, which that felt like that took forever. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing with, with that by, uh, with that Bailante. Bandai did a Rose Bailante in a two pack a couple years ago, maybe 10 years at this point. Remember it wasn't in a six inch scale though. No, it was, it was, a. Three, three, four-inch scale. Yeah, they they've done the uh, the little uh, Gatchapon style ones, or you know, like the uh, even so like the. It's yeah. I don't yeah I don't get it because if Bandai could have done that, like what's what's taken so long? Because that whole look, set was very interesting. They had a look, short... let, let's be honest. There was a while where we were all arguing why hasn't Bandai made this figure, and now it feels like Bandai is like we've heard you. We're giving it to you, and then we're gonna. Sh- it's like Homer in Hell eating the donuts. It's like you like the figures. We'll have all the figures, except we're also all, all Homer going more, more as you know, as the demons. Like I don't understand. James Coco went mad in 15 minutes. <laughs> um, Believe me, my wallet's gonna be hurting a little bit. Uh, I am a Bandai guy through and through. I'm looking at my shelf right now, and I'm like. Another surprise was the return to the eight-inch scale with a black Kiryu. That was that was did not expect that. I did not expect that either. I think it's also the fact that they're doing those high-end, um, essentially what it, what's what's their their gold label like McFarlane has of those 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 More super high-end uh, yeah. Bandai's that are essentially going back to how they were in the early in the late '80s, early '90s. Um, there's that, uh, you just, uh, things, the, what is it? The favorite sculptors line. Yeah. For X plus. Not, Oh no, not X plus. This is Bandai doing, uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the 89 by Alante. Yeah. It's eight inch. Is it? Nice. Yeah. So, and they got, uh, what is it? I think 74 coming out soon too. That's the problem. If I'm in Japan, like I got folding money. If I see that 74 sent up, that's, he's coming back with me. That is my. That is probably my after after Final Wars. That's after. That's probably my absolute favorite design of Godzilla. I mean, it is my favorite. That Mecha Godzilla is my favorite movie, so I am very partial to it. And 
you'd be remiss if I wasn't contemplating getting that X plus, but money is uh, money's a little tight right now. So uh, you have to make smart, just smart financial decisions. Yeah. Um, but along with all that stuff, which again, we will be covering on our social. So this week, follow us. Uh, I'll give you, I'll give them out at the end of the show. We're getting the return of the short movies. Let's go, baby. Oh, yeah. Real quick, what did you think of the short movies last year? Love them. Love them. Godzilla vs. Geiger Rex was definitely my favorite mm-hmm. uh, of the two. But the the eight, Geigen... the, it was the true Evangelion of Godzilla, the Godzilla things, wasn't it? What's that? Didn't it feel like the most Evangelion thing that Godzilla's ever done? It... <laughs> it 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 felt yes if the whole Floyd and Geigen thing, um, I I did see the Godzilla vs Geigen live action one. It looked mm-hmm. great. The suit was amazing, but mm-hmm. I don't remember it as vividly as Godzilla vs Geigen Rex. And be, because of that, because it is, or it is it, or maybe mm-hmm. it is a continuation of the Heisei timeline? Question mark. Who knows? Made made me love it even more. Um, now this year though yes this year this is because it's not only the 50th anniversary of Jet Jaguar but it's also the 50th anniversary of Megalon and we were wondering like huh well we knew they were building the suit for the for the live action short film but we're people were contemplating it's like I wonder if they're going to do anything Megalon oh and they have out of nowhere Gemstone announced they're doing another short film in the vein of Godzilla vs. Gigan Rex. And it's a Godzilla vs. Megalon. And oh. Let's go. Good God. Aryan, has Megalon ever looked like that much of a unit to you ever? It's a it's a unit. It is. <laughs> as as soon as, as soon as you posted that that clip of a Megalon going to a playing along with Motley Crue, I was like, that's Exactly. That's let's go. Oh God! It, it, the opening they give you the Cetopians, like the the temple. He's coming out. They're using that. By the way, that Gigan Rex Godzilla, which now looks like it's going to be an official thing going forward with all these. You know, they keep doing this. So hopefully one day we might actually get like a full. I at this point I'm down for letting those guys do a animated movie. Yeah, same. I'm 100% down because I love the design of this Godzilla. Like he's just he's just so haggard and angry. Um but they they're doing they they're again all credit to Toho because I I know in the past other people have tried to play with a lot of the um the set canon stuff and they've always kind of pushed back, but it looks like they've, they're allowing other people to, you know, not go too far out of the range, but that Geigen Rex one really was like, Oh, you guys are playing with a lot of ideas that fan fiction has been doing for years. So yeah, good on you. So I can only imagine what this, what this Megalon short is going to be. That extension of the Heisei continuity is, is such an interesting uh, story. It is, it's interesting. And then seeing the Geigen Rex coming in, into that continuity, now Megalon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we calling him? Megalon Rex? Uh, I think they're just calling him Megalon. 
nice. which uh, I'm, I'm I'm fine with. But yeah, if, yeah, especially I mean they haven't officially confirmed if that's you know junior or not, right? I don't think they should. I think yeah, it should be it should be its own thing. Yeah, it just it it doesn't matter what it, you know with Godzilla. That's all. At, at the end of Godzilla vs. Destroyer, Junior becomes Godzilla. Yeah. So, it, to me, it's Godzilla. So there's that. But then we got the short film to look forward to. Oh my god. Okay, I okay. So, did you ever see the first short film that they did? The uh, one with with the fifty four. Yeah. The, or I did not see the fifty four. Did you? I saw, I found it online. Oh. Uh, you know, a certain archive had it. Okay. And uh, because I didn't even realize it came out. Like the, when that, when they did that, I'm just like, wait, they made, there's a part, there's a first one. And to be fair, it's only like two and a half minutes long. It's really nothing. Um, the Hedora one I thought was cool, but it was, but it did feel like, hey, um, you guys want to make this, you can go onto the lot. And you can look at whatever we have left in the closet, and that's what you're going to use. So I'll give them all credit because it was finally, it was almost like a redemption of the Final Wars Hedorah, like kind of getting his due. Yeah. Um, but then the Geigen one was like, oh, no, 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 no. We, we, won't like that Hedorah. We can put a little more money into this. And it looks like they just, they're up in the ante with each one of these because this Jet Jaguar one looks so freaking awesome. So here's here's the deal. Like they got yeah. the final Wars Godzilla suit because that's mm-hmm. the more flexible and you can do a lot more in that suit. Mm-hmm. And now you have first you had Hedora, which is very limited. Let's be honest. Yeah. And then you have Geigen, who they're using Showa Geigen. So again, not a whole lot of mobility. But now you have Jet Jaguar, mm-hmm. who's a human humanoid. You know, there's that that promo shot of him like kicking. 10 feet up in the air, like, man, what? Oh, do it. He did. He did the rider kick. Yeah, I, I saw. Yeah. <laughs> he did the damn rider kick. But, and not only that, but did you notice the way that the trailer was structured? It was structured just like one of the Heisei trailers. I didn't notice. It was the same voiceover, everything that they, that all, all the, I'm, I got goosebumps of like when I was a kid. When I would get my bootleg Godzilla and they would have the preview for the next Godzilla at the end because it was ripped off whatever laser disc. Like it, that I I I had my Ratatouille moment when I was watching that where you know the old critic just looks back to when he was a kid and you know when his mom was feeding him, I'm just like oh I'm getting the feels. But uh like again and all that it's the first time Jet truly we're seeing Jet Jaguar and Godzilla fight. Like we saw it in Singular, but this is like this this feel this feels more legit though because it's live action, and not only that, but they're like we can play. I I have screamed to the heavens. I'm like, Toho has this character who could lead his own show, do a series of movies, and they always feel like, yeah, we like him. We'll use him a bunch of stuff, but we're never not going to do anything. But I th- I'm hoping with the fact that they built a damn suit, just. Produce like a web show. Just we do the Go Godman Go, but with Jet Jaguar, and just oh each week put like a YouTube short. <coughs> Excuse me. Do a YouTube short of him fighting random monsters. That'd be amazing. I, I think Ultraman. Um, was it Ultraman Decker that did that with Sevenger? Is that yeah? 
It was dead. Okay. Yeah, how they did, you know, how they did the short films or the the YouTube shorts with him, like just fighting random monsters. Give me that. I'll take that all day long. Or you know what? Just screw it. Make a low, make a old school, you know, Toko movie with just Jack Jaguar and have him fight anybody. I don't care, but he can be the lead. So there's so much potential with that character. So, oh, I can't, oh, I'm going to be standing in that crowd out there in the in the square when they show that thing oh i'm gonna i can't wait they i'm hoping it's like that moment when everyone was watching the ending of dragon ball super like in brazil <laughs> and they're watching you've seen that clip haven't you yeah of course yeah that's in my head that's what i'm hoping for but knowing i think i think knowing how the japanese are very reserved we might get a ooh, that's very good so um you know not i i you know there's enthusiasm but they uh, they feel a little more reserved with being enthusiastic. So, but oh, I can't wait. Oh, I cannot wait. So we, as you said, we are eating good. November is we our cup doth overflow, and uh, I'm assuming we're probably going to get the trailer for New Empire within the next month or so. If it's not before Thanksgiving, it's probably going to be with Aquaman. So. There's just too much, and then, and then Godzilla Day. I it, next year's the 70th anniversary, Arian. Yes, it is. It's that's the big one, and I think you and I are plotting an adventure out there for that, right? Yes, we are. Yes, so we're gonna be there for for that, and uh, I I don't know. I mean, look, last year they dropped a new movie on us. I I. I cannot yeah. wait to see what the, you know. They got something up their sleeve. There's no way they're they're going into the 70th anniversary and like, yeah, Godzilla calling. That's going to be our move. It's like, no, no, you got something else working. You're working on something else. What it is, I, I don't know, but I know it's going to be something big. You got a prediction? And I'm thinking anime movie, like a legit anime movie, not some of the CG, you know, nonsense. Like I'm thinking, like, you know, going with a. Um, you know the old the 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 style that the kids these days like. Um, that would make most sense, especially with Godzilla Kong two coming out, and uh, it'll pop, comes out in April here, so they'll probably get it by like summer. So I figured that's gonna be like you know not the super heavy lifting, but they're they're definitely gonna have something. And then next year is the 50th anniversary of Mecha Godzilla and King Caesar. There, I think it's also the 60th anniversary of. Um, King Ghidorah too. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction. There's Go ahead. A, there have been a lot of Space Godzilla merch announcements mm-hmm. uh, recently. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess we're getting a Space Godzilla short. Ooh, that's true. That's the it'll be his 40th actually. No, 30th. no, no, 30. Oh, oh, yeah. 30th. Oh. It'll be his 30th. Oh. Yes. Ouch. When you say it like that. Now, are we the old guys now? Are we the We are the old guys now. Hey, look, man, I'm turning 40 in four months, so. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm officially entering that phase of, like, I'm the old guy now. Like, all this, this these kids and their music, I don't know what it, any of it means. <laughs> Back in my day, we had Alice in Chains, and that's how we liked it. That's yeah, we had Alice in Chains, and uh, who else? We had Helmet. 
we had the crow soundtrack that's all we had. oh yeah oh those, yeah. my god every 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 girl i knew in fifth grade had that soundtrack because they were all in love with that movie you want to know something that just mm. i did the math on the crow is about to be 30 next year yep <laughs> and i hate that too i hate it i hate it oh it's such a good movie though well, thanks for joining us on Old Man Talk. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, yes, we're going to wrap this up because Ariane has to go. And I have a myriad of things to do before uh, I take off. Uh, just a reminder, again, if you didn't haven't been paying attention, Jessica and I will be in Japan. This is my very first time going to Japan. So uh, Ariane has been very kind in giving me all the pointers. And then shout out to my good friend Kazuki out there getting me prepped for once I arrive. Um, but uh, we will be there for Godzilla day. Uh, we are seeing the movie, uh, I believe in screen X out there. So um, pay attention to our socials, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, uh, Instagram at the Kaiju kingdom. Same with Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now. And our Facebook feed, the, uh, Facebook.com slash at the Kaiju Kingdom podcast because uh, I will be on the ground reporting live. Um, Jessica will be in and out too because uh, she's also doing uh, a lot of work out there um, as, uh, as as one is tend to do. So um, keep keep an eye on that. Uh, we will I will be uploading the next episode probably a week from now from Japan. So pay attention to that because we will recap everything that we have seen. I uh, will be shooting everything, and I'm, by shooting, I mean with a camera. Uh, <laughs> please, please. Let me make that clear, yes. I am not smuggling anything into Japan. No, 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 no. I, I want to make I, I want to make this visit nice as possible. So, um, so yeah, so you'll be seeing a lot of video. This uh, this will be a chance if you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel. I have been diligently working on uploading content, so a lot of the video I will be, uh, like the full video, uh, will be up on uh, YouTube. So uh, watch out there. Um, and then uh, I'll be sending links in every the, all the posts. So I'm hitting the store. Uh, I will be at the ride the, on Saturday. So I'm going to the uh, theme park. I'm doing both the Ultraman and Godzilla ride. So it's going to be a fun time. I'm also seeing that big Gundam out there. I, I, I can't wait. I How cannot wait. You going to Sakaba? We're going to Sakaba. Oh, um, yeah. I've been seeing, I've been following um, all the posts. There's so many pop-ups with Godzilla-related stuff. I'm going to be trying, the main thing I'm going to be trying to do is sample all the Godzilla-related food that's being put out there. All right, there's an energy drink that's 7% alcohol that they have for sale out there right now. And You're going to you bring me one, right? Uh, yes, I'll bring you one. Hell yeah. So I'm going to bring one. I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm. film me drinking one of these things because it looks like it's a Shot. four loco. Shot. Shotgun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be geeked out of my mind. Be walking around with Pungy. It's like, just people are like, "You all right?" I'm like, no, too much Godzilla in me. No, I'm overstimulated. Man, um, yeah, there's ice cream, there's sandwich. I've been I, left and right. I've been seeing so many tie-ins, so it's like I'm gonna do my best to get to it. But then again, it's my first time out there, so I'm also gonna be doing a lot of toy shopping too and uh, okay. sites sightseeing. I got five days. And uh, one of those days is already taken up by all things Godzilla, so I am not complaining. I got um, I got two words for you when you get mm. to, the, to the convenience store, the Kombini Strong Zero. 
If you've been in Japan, strong. strong zero. Get yourself a strong zero. If you've been in Japan, you know what's up. Strong zero. All right. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to check out one of their fangled uh, 7-Elevens out there, too. Oh, it's, I've it's always, You're gonna yes, I've, I've, heard, I've always heard the tales. So that's a, that's a couple of things I'm going to be doing. And I will eat a hot meal out of a vending machine. That will happen. You should record yourself doing it. You should just record your like a, a the entire twenty four seven. You should really. You should like get ready. I'd be this. live streaming if it wasn't going to be a, a detriment to my wallet for the um for the what, oh, what did they call that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I I uh, I gotta budget this a little bit. I'm taking I'm taking uh, I'm taking some good folding money with me, but I and I'm trying to be good. But I know the second I walk into any of these stores, I'm going to see something and I'm going to be tempted because there's never an angel on my shoulder. There's always two devils. And uh, I'm trying to come back with money in my in my in my wallet as well. So but I already have like two or three purchases on uh, on my list that I need to get while I'm out there. What are you going to get? What are you going to get? Let the guys uh, know. I'm picking up the uh, the Hedora, the store exclusive. The new one or the uh, the one? Yeah, the it's, uh, it's not land. Is it? It's not the landing when he's um the hunched over one. Yeah, the second phase one. Got it. So the landing one they just announced too, but he won't be out until December. So I might have to agree some palms to uh, get him over there because I don't want to pay the import fees from Bai. Um, hopefully the U.S. store puts them up. Uh, I've actually been noticing them putting that kind of stuff up there, so that was legit surprising. Um, uh, real quick, what do you think of the American store so far? Uh, no comment. Alright. <laughs> um, so yeah, so stay tuned for all of that, and if you've liked what you've heard, and you've liked, you've been like, hey, I like this Aryan fellow. Where can I hear more of him? Well, Aryan, what is the name of the show that we do? So we do a show called Common Kaisers. And what we do on that show is we talk about really cool stuff, really cool shows, really cool anime, really cool movies that you may or may not have heard of. And we go all the way to Italian ripoffs to brutal OVAs. Uh, some of the stuff I've heard of and some of the stuff uh, you know, is brand new to, to me or Chris. Uh, <laughs> recording them is a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. we hope they're just as fun as they are to listen to. Yep. So this uh, this episode tonight kind of makes up for the fact that um, uh, I, I had to put our scheduled episode on the back burner um, until I come back. So um, guys, guys, Jessica and Chris are two of the hardest working people I know. Uh, they both have very full, busy lives outside of podcasting, and they still have to come in and make the show and make the show entertaining and and informative. And it, it's watching these guys work, and now they're going to Japan to 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 bring you coverage. Uh, you know, Chris is one of us. <laughs> he, he he knows what he's doing. Jessica knows exactly what they're doing. They're doing an amazing job. So let's let's give it up for Chris. If you're in your car, start clapping. <laughs> Well, to be fair, look, um, I, I, I completely forgot about this until, again, shout out to Kazuki. I guess last year for the Godzilla Day coverage, I made the bold proclamation that, like, next year we will be in Japan. We will be there to cover all this stuff. And then as the year kind of went on, like, I completely forgot about it. And uh, to be fair, I was plotting a trip, but 
uh, life does get in the way. So uh, that trip has been moved to next year. But, uh, you know, this this came about um, kind of uh, out of some other things that, uh, you know, I'll just leave it at that. So it is it uh, I am unironically fulfilling that threat. So we did it. Um, yep. Did it. <laughs> it did it. So Hello, uh, water. you did it. Yeah, so I, I'm 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 jazzed. Is this is my truly my first? You know, I've I've been to Hawaii, uh, but I've this is my first time truly going to another country that's not Mexico. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, I mean, I've been to Mexico. Look, you live in California, especially Southern California. You go to Mexico at least some point in your life. Um, but no, this is uh, getting on a plane and going over a large body of water to a uh, another country. So. Um, I'm uh, I'm quite excited. It's five days, but you know what? I'm not complaining because uh, this is uh, as Arian told me. This is your test run for the bigger trip. I'm like, oh yeah, damn straight. So, on that note, that will do it for this edition of the Kaiju Kingdom podcast for myself and Arian Inahosa. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. And uh, with that note, thanks for listening, guys. And next time you hear us, we'll, we will be live from Japan. For Godzilla Day. See you there.